Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. What is up, everybody? I am Milan Jordan, and this is the MMA Daily Blitz. Brought to you by FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you consume your podcast. You can follow me on X and Threads at Milan Jordan. Also, check out our website, FanStreamSports.com, for more great content. All right, well, there was some big news this week in the UFC, specifically this Wednesday. I'll get to that in a minute. But first, big news this week came out, uh, well, yesterday on Tuesday as I'm recording this. UFC 294. Step for October 21st in Abu Dhabi, had lightweight champ Islam Makachev defending his title against former champion Charles Oliveira, but word came out on Tuesday that Oliveira can't go due to injury. Apparently, DeBronx was forced to pull out after having his eyebrows split during sparring the night before he was supposed to fly to Abu Dhabi. Uh, that required stitches, and even though Oliveira is out, Makachev will still defend the belt against 145-pound champ Alexander Volkanovsky. Uh, yeah, this is a rematch of a fight back this past February uh, in which Makachev won by unanimous decision. Uh, so these two will square off next weekend in Abu Dhabi for the second time in eight months. The first fight was a classic, and hopefully the rematch will be as well. Now, the co-main event of UFC 294, Paulo Costa versus Hamzat Chemaev, not happening. Uh, Paulo Costa has uh, elbow surgery three weeks ago, uh, and he was planning on still fighting next weekend, but he was not cleared to fight. So who will step in and fight Hamzat? Former UFC welterweight champion Kamaru Usman. That's who. So a fight of the number two ranked and number four ranked welterweights in Usman and Chemaev, respectively, will take place at middleweight, uh, where it was originally scheduled when uh, Costa was the opponent. So whether it's at uh, 170 or 185, Kamaru Usman versus Hamza Chemaev is still one hell of a matchup. And to be honest, with all due respect to Paulo Costa, a much more intriguing fight. All right, so now we have some Conor McGregor news. Actual news. Uh, Conor McGregor officially re-entered the USADA drug testing pool as of this past Sunday, October 8th. Uh, McGregor must go through six months of testing and two negative tests before fighting again, something that USADA has always been steadfast on. And Sunday, Conor McGregor re-enters the USADA pool, and on Monday, well, the UFC informed USADA that they will no longer be overseeing the UFC's anti-doping when their current contract ends on December 31st of this year. Uh, USADA put out a statement saying that the relationship with the UFC became, quote, untenable over differences regarding Conor McGregor, Uh, The statement mentioned comments made by UFC leaders and others, including a UFC commentator, uh, questioning USADA's stance that McGregor not be allowed to fight without being in the testing pool for at least six months, and that USADA does not allow fighters without an approved medical basis to use performance-enhancing drugs like experimental unapproved peptides or testosterone for healing or injuries simply to get back in the octagon. And, uh, yeah, I have a copy of this statement on my uh, on my X and also on my threads page as well. So uh, it's it's unknown whether the UFC will sign a new anti uh, sign with a new anti-doping partner or return to commission oversight. Uh, either way, uh, the UFC USADA groundbreaking deal that began in 2015 will end at this at the end will end at the end of this year. 
there's been speculation about what the UFC uh, will do moving forward. Uh, there's speculation about UFC having interest in partnering with uh, Drug Free Sport International, uh, which handles anti-doping testing for the NFL and Major League Baseball, among others. Uh, but the UFC has not acknowledged that publicly. Again, this news is just a mere few hours old. Uh, so uh, this could change rather quickly. But as of now, the UFC and USADA, their relationship will end at the end of this year. Basically, because uh, they want UFC apparently wanted Conor McGregor to fight as quickly as possible and not go through the six-month uh, process that the USADA said he had to go through of testing and two negative tests. Uh, now, look, from this day, it's October, so April would be six months from now if that were to hold up, whether with USADA or another uh, anti-doping partner. Uh, so would that be UFC 300, perhaps? Who knows? Uh, we shall see. Stay tuned on that. Uh, speaking of fights inside the cage, well, this past weekend, Bellator had its marquee event. It's uh, Bellator 300. They had three title fights uh, for that fight in San Diego, and all three champions entering the night each left the Bellator cage with their respective belts. The main event was for the lightweight championship. Usman Nurmagomedov improves to 18-0 by defeating Brent Primus uh, by unanimous decision, 50-45 on all the judges' scorecards. Uh, Just the fourth time in his 18 fights that one of uh, Usman's fights went the distance, but uh, Nurmagomedov controlled the entire fight. Uh, Primus started the fight very aggressively, but uh, Nurmagomedov scored an early takedown, and it was all downhill from there for Primus. Uh, Nurmagomedov had a good mix of kicks and punches and ground game. Uh, to retain his Bellator lightweight title, improving to 18-0. And he advances to the lightweight Grand Prix final, uh, up for the million-dollar prize. Uh, he will go against the winner of Alexander Shabili and Patricky Pitbull, uh, who will score off at Bellator 301. As I mentioned, there were three title fights on his card. Uh, the co-main event was for the women's featherweight title fight, uh, championship, I should say. Uh, Chris Cyborg took on Kat Zagano. This is a, uh, a beef and... Uh, something that's been brewing up for years. Well, the fight didn't last very long. All of four minutes and one second. Uh, Cyborg certainly did not look like a fighter who hasn't fought MMA in over a year. Remember, she's done some boxing over the past year. Uh, she beat up Kat Zangano from pillar to post before ending it with some vicious ground and pound to retain the Bellator women's featherweight title. Uh, following the win, Cyborg she called for a fight with Leah McCourt, uh, who stopped Sarah McMahon earlier in the night. Uh, the third title fight on this card was for the Women's Flyweight Championship between Liz Carmouche and Elimelay McFarlane. Uh, these two women are friends. Uh, McFarlane, she ended up missing weight, uh, so she was not eligible to win the championship, but it didn't matter. It was Liz Carmouche uh, defeating Elimelay McFarlane via TKO injury uh, early in round number five, just 17 seconds into the final round uh, when McFarlane's knee gave out after a leg kick from Carmouche. Uh, Carmouche's seventh straight win and a third successful title defense. Now, there were supposed to be four title fights at Bellator 300 originally. Uh, the heavyweight title fight between Ryan Bader and Linton Vassell was called off when Vassell couldn't fight due to illness. Corey Anderson, uh, who beat Bader via TKO in the 2021 Bellator light heavyweight Grand Prix semifinals, he offered to step in, and apparently Ryan Bader was good with that. Uh, he commented on his Instagram account that, that he is, quote, good with anything, in terms of a replacement fight for Bellator 300, saying that looks like Viacom, uh, Bellator's parent company, doesn't want to pay. Uh, they are out October, and this fight falling through saves them money. 
And what's that mean? Well, we've heard a lot of rumors over the past few months about a potential Bellator sale. Uh, well, at the Bellator 300 Postbite press conference, President Scott Coker addressed those rumors, uh, saying there is a lot of uncertainty and a lot of unknowns right now in regards to Bellator's future, but he hopes to get some clarity soon. As I mentioned, there have been reports circulating for months that uh, Bellator could be up for sale by their parent company, Paramount. Uh, the main suitor often connected to a potential purchase of Bellator is the Professional Fighters League. Yeah, the PFL. Uh, PFL president Ray Seffel confirmed conversations of a potential merger between the two organizations back in June. So, And a lot of people, a lot of insiders uh, in MMA are are saying that there could be a deal very imminent. Uh, there were some rumors even going into the fight that they would announce something before uh, Bellator 300, but last they didn't. Uh, so could be uh, finding out some news here about uh, Bellator's future uh, very, very soon. All right, as for this weekend, the only thing going on is a UFC fight night card at the Apex uh, uh, ahead of next week's pay-per-view in Abu Dhabi, UFC 294. Uh, the main event this weekend at the Apex is a featherweight bout between Sodik Youssef and Edson Barboza. All right, folks, well, that'll do it for the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by Fanstream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter, slash X, and threads, at Milan Jordan. Again, I'll have you sign a statement I'll post it on those sites as well. Uh, you can check out the brand-new Fanstream Sports app, available for Apple and Android for round-the-clock programming. As always, I appreciate you checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. Thank you so much. I will talk to you later.